One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I've got to record the podcast. Do you mind? No, no, no. We're running a bit late today. I'm with Kate in the car. Not we. It's not your fault, Kate. I'm running late today. I don't know why, really. Just, you know, life gets in the way. Uh, I've had a lovely conversation this morning with a personal trainer who's amazing, who I adore. And I'm very lucky to have a personal trainer. Caveat, caveat, caveat. But also told me because I'm 40, I'm beginning to wither away and I need to get my hormones checked. And I'm a sensitive boy. <laughs> I'm trying not to care, but I was like, oh, this is the beginning of the end. You don't agree with them, do you, Kate? Absolutely not. No. Prime of life. life. Can I just say, all sections of life are amazing, and we're lucky to be here. That's what I think. I'm not on board with this let's not age thing. Have I started using hyaluronic acid from The Ordinary, because it's only $6.99 roughly? Maybe. Have I started a skincare regime? Maybe. Is it doing anything? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I I went on a weird wormhole about dermatitis, seboric dermatitis. Fuck, this is good content. I'm so sorry. If anyone wants to just tune out now, please do. Uh, seboric dermatitis is like when you get sort of like red sensitive skin and I always get it and I somehow ended up on TikTok researching it. Have you ever been on a skincare TikTok wormhole, Kate? Uh, I'm afraid I have not. Haven't been down that, that hole. It's fucking amazing. Like, yes, I lost three hours. <laughs> and, you know, when I started, like, I was in a room filled with daylight and by the end I was just sitting in a dark room with no lights on. Like, something about TikTok just takes away time. But people talking about using products and stuff. So I've now found myself spreading... Dactarin athlete's foot cream <laughs> on my face for my seboric dermatitis, which is basically like red skin. Anyway, it seems to work. Um, anyway, why the fuck am I talking about this? Hello, everybody. Uh, what are we doing today? We've got, it's Pride Month, right? Which is Kate Clapped. Thank you for being a, a good ally. We're actually talking a little bit about allies today. So for Pride Month, we have done an amazing episode. This week, basically, we're talking to the Williams family. They are the dream family. So Kelly Williams is the mum. She is a long-time listener to the podcast. And her husband, Rich, uh, not a listener to the podcast, as confessed in said interview. He likes history podcasts. So, you know, 
we won't hold that against him. And they are parents to the wonderful Dylan, Lola and Quinn, who all identify as LGBTQ plus in their own way. And Kelly, basically long time listener, she started listening to the podcast for advice on how to, you know, support her kids. So more fool you, Kelly, um, as I just talk about slathering Daktar in athlete's foot cream on my face. <laughs> but anyway, we've been in touch over the years and Kelly very sweetly knitted a hat for um, my daughter when she was born. So this Pride Month, we want to talk about what it's like basically kind of having like amazing parents who are cool with you being LGBTQ+, which is sadly more rare than it should be, I'll say. And we hear about the story of this whole family and how each of them came out or did they come out? You know, we get into that. Oh my God, we've just pulled up behind a Dalmatian in the back of a pickup truck. I am taking a photo of that. (gasps) Look, look at that Dalmatian. I mean, oh, you're lovely. Oh, cute. Okay, back to recording. What am I talking about? Yeah, and just hearing about how the parents dealt with it and how the family have had a dialogue about their kids' queerness is so uplifting, refreshing, beautiful. And they're just a really fun family who will take the piss out of each other. I loved chatting to them. So that's this week's episode. If you want to get in touch, email us hello at homosapienspodcast.com or on Instagram at homosapiens. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, and you could win a t-shirt perfect for Pride Month. Before we speak to Lola, Dylan, Rich and Kelly, we've been hearing from you all about last week's episode about ADHD with Riyadh. Miss Laura says, what an incredible explanation that really resonates with me. I've been diagnosed with anxiety and low mood, but I truly feel I have ADHD on some level. Well, good to know it's resonating, Miss Laura. We've just pulled up next to the Dalmatian again. It's very exciting. What I think is interesting is what Riyadh said about go to the professionals with your research, because I didn't do that. Hence, I'm in this hinterland and wondering if I do or not. Then Dr. Mark Rackley said, well done on talking about this. ADHD diagnosis in adulthood is very common. Sadly, it can be missed in childhood and put down to behavioural problems. Getting a diagnosis really helps in understanding and living with it. Now, Beyonce has been in town for her Renaissance tour. Kate, thoughts on Beyonce? Uh, incredibly talented. Can oh, move, I feel a butt coming. Can move like very few others, but <gasps> not my bag. Oh my I'm God. so sorry. Kate, how does it feel to be cancelled? <laughs> I'm about to find out. <laughs> So why is she not your bag, though? What's your music? Well, see, I'm a rock chick. Uh-huh. So pop is, you know, there's a few songs out there, love, and my goodness, the girl is talented, no denying, absolutely mm-hmm. no denying. Pop, not so much my bag. So first step of being cancelled is what we call the back pedal. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and those who define as neither, Exhibit A, the back pedal. Um, would we define Beyonce as just pop? Um, that's probably showing my musical ignorance, I suppose. Oh, honey, that makes two of us. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we asked you, first question, Beyonce, is she a gay icon, was the question. 52% of you said yes, 48% of you said no, which I thought was really interesting, actually, because I thought you would have all said yes, the way you're all going on about it on Instagram. Um Responses. Exploiting queer fan base for profit, says somebody whose name is cut off here. Gareth says fantastic music. 
Print71 says, Sorry, but I never got the hype around Beyonce. She has some good songs, but that's it for me. Interesting. I What I think is interesting about Beyonce is Lemonade and all of that was seminal. I get it. But if you go on her Spotify page, her still, her most listened to song is Crazy in Love. By a long way, actually. And that was 20 years ago, as I'm reminded. Matt says, cracking songs, dodgy morals. Okay, so Matt, I think, I'm not doing to put words in Matt's mouth, but I think he's referring to the Dubai concert that Beyonce did. Interesting. Uh, Sean says, overhyped. Real clicking in the comments. Does well, this mean I'm not cancelled anymore, or do I just have company? Um, you've just got company. Oh, okay, cool. Daniel has shared his thoughts on whether or not Beyonce is an LGBTQ plus icon. Christopher, says Daniel, I have many thoughts. I think she's been co-opted into icon status, regardless of my opinions by the majority. Hi, Glad Award. But I'm not sure how I feel about the Dubai gig still. But alternatively... Gay Uncle Renaissance, the 2020 YouTube commencement speech, Beyonce celebrates black and LGBTQ plus lives. Is she trying to warm up the cold-hearted Dubai dwellers slowly with the hem of her fringed bodysuit? Uncertain, but I'll probably give her the benefit of the doubt. I guess the rich fans in Dubai deserve to see her too, and if the world doesn't see people who have alternative views, then how can they get with the programme? Was Dubai about visibility of someone pushing the queer community with her latest album? She did give us the Grammy. And then there's the 7-Eleven video, her work with loads of queer spectrum artists which say maybe Dubai was a misstep or badly explained. But that's more about what she's done than necessarily what we think of as an icon, I guess. I think she probably embodies what we think of as an icon, which is talented, spirited, authentically herself, and also flawed and capable of making mistakes. I think the queer community love a redemption storyline too. Yes, exactly. See Cats later for more. Maybe now she's got one. Hmm. Very interesting. And then Harry's done us a voice note. So, Harry, let's have a listen. Is Beyonce a gay icon? She is now. I was never really interested in Beyonce. I thought the Lemonade period was interesting. I sort of liked Telephone with Gaga, but she wasn't really a sound I would seek out. June 2022, here begins my conversion. She drops the single Break My Soul, an anthem to survival and freedom, with the Queen's remix, reworking Madonna's Vogue to boot. How Queer Can You Get? It's followed by the album Renaissance in July. Standout tracks for me, Heated is an homage to her queer uncle who died from AIDS-related illness at the beginning of her career and was a big influence on her. In Cozy, she literally sings the progress flag. The album is packed with snippets and interpolations of classic queer tracks. I nearly died on hearing Pure Honey. It's a shape-shifting song. Begins with Kevin Aviance's sample. Changes direction and keeps you guessing. Finally, morphing to one of my all-time favourites, Moira Renee's cult classic, Miss Honey. She's serving ballroom, particularly speaking to the black queer experience in America. For a cherry on top moment, the final track, Summer Renaissance, is reworked on the summer's I Feel Love. Some have suggested she's after the pink pound, but she drops Renaissance at a time when the queer, trans and gender non-conforming community are under attack from the far right and even from some of the assimilationist LGB community. Beyonce chooses this moment to release an homage to queer culture, firmly planting a flag in the LGBTQIA camp. This is what an ally looks like. Harry, thank you for that. Lots of interesting points. And I wish you'd been around to write my... What, what was that essay you had to write at the end of university? Dissertation. Because um, lovely turn of phrase you've got there. Favourite Beyonce banger. Um, 
Kate, any opinion here? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Soldier. Oh, Soldier. I didn't even know that one. <laughs> Isn't that a Destiny's Child song? Oh, sorry. Do we not count Destiny's Child? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. Uh, Listeners, mate. What's the one where she dances with all those um, fabulous dancers and, and behind her? And it's single ladies. Hobby. No, no, not single ladies. Also great. Who run the world? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. You like that one? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I find that it's a banger. I like that. People like that song. Okay. Third. And I'm a girl. And you're a girl. Yeah. Favorite Beyonce banger. We gave you the options: Crazy in Love, Single Ladies, Break My Soul, Cuff It. So we basically we basically chose two songs from two different albums. But anyway, Crazy in Love, thirty eight percent of you loved that most. Single Ladies, twenty four percent. Break My Soul, ten percent. Cuff It. So that's last. Cuff It is in third place with twenty eight percent. I mean, those are probably my four favorite Beyonce songs right there. Favorite Beyonce pop culture moment. Fifty percent of you said Coachella performance. Zero percent of you said Pink Panther. Austin Powers, 30%. Dreamgirls, 20%. Um, interesting. I mean, listen, I just remember the Crazy in Love video when it came out and being obsessed with her. Do you remember the little jean shorts she wore and the top? And then there's been that whole story that came out recently about the story behind the cover of that very first album, Dangerously in Love, because it was like a diamante top that she wore and then the jeans she wore were actually belonged to this photographer or something so he had to like lend them to her where do I stand on this I think the stuff that Beyonce has done with the most recent album for allyship a bit like Hari was saying is pretty amazing I didn't get to go to the Renaissance tour because I've been here in Australia um, but I wish I'd seen it but I feel like I saw it given the amount of people who shared it on Instagram hey so um this has been wonderful how's how's pride month going for you um it's going great for me do you know what and maybe it's not is it pride month in australia i haven't seen anything about it here in australia do they celebrate it yeah i'm pretty sure uh i haven't looked around to be honest but yeah we have pride month definitely the state of gay rights in australia what do you think uh i think with the legalization of gay marriage was a massive step forward which needed to happen for a long time and I think I think we're getting there I mean there's always always things that need to be addressed but I think we're doing okay speaking as a not gay person if I'm allowed to do that I give you permission you've been cancelled and given permission in one episode (laughs) it's a lot it's a roller coaster today um Hello, let's go listen to the Williams family. They are wonderful and it's going to warm your cockles. That's cockles. Okay, here we go. Could we start, if that's okay, by everyone just introducing themselves? Let's start with you, Kelly. Um, I am Kelly. I am a straight female, if you want to know that. And I am married to Rick, who is here. Hello. Um, <laughs> Hi, Brian. I'm a dad. <laughs> I identify as a, as a dad. dad. <laughs> uh, and and bald. So that's me. <laughs> but yes, in theory, straight. Yeah. And um, we have three children. We have Quinn, who is um, queer. I think he would identify sort of pan. 
pansexual 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 male would pansexual male pansexual? I believe yes. yes okay and then Lola and Dylan who you can hear from in a second I'm Dylan I identify as male and I would also say that I'm queer unlabeled um, I'm Lola I identify as non-binary I use they them pronouns and I would say I'm pansexual brilliant Thank you so much. Well, listen, thank you for very much for doing this today. So, like, the theme of this episode is queer- quarantine? Parenting. <laughs> I quite like quarantine. <laughs> yeah, let's call it que- quarantine. Quarantine. There are some resources for people who are young and queer and want to come out, but there aren't many resources for parents and who, you know, want to get it right. Um, so, aside from podcasts, ours being your favourite, um, were, were the resources out there to you, Kelly? I I personally don't really do sort of self-help type. I'm not great with those sort of books. I'd much rather listen to like a conversation. Obviously, I'll speak to the children about it. Um, mm. We're all really open about stuff like that. They can, like, I mean, no, we, we don't know a massive amount about, obviously, we're not, we're in a straight relationship. So we're not sort of identifying as queers necessarily. But I suppose we just try to speak to the the kids i speak to friends or whatever but i prefer to listen to like podcasts and things to learn rather than read also i sometimes find if you're like reading self-help it's quite sort of black and white whereas you can hear a lot of different people's opinions if you're more into sort of podcasts and things like that which is what i felt was easier for me that's really interesting isn't it so i want to go back to the beginning so you two met, obviously, that happened at some point. You got together and then you started having a family. Did you ever discuss what kind of parents you wanted to be together? And uh, oh, Rick's yes. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you just make it up as you go along. Yeah. And then another one comes along and you realise that, yeah, you've learnt nothing from the first one and they're all different. Um, and you just sort of struggle on. And you just hope for the best. Yeah. And then you start to recognise, oh, that's a bit that's a bit different about them, but but who cares? I wouldn't say either of us are particularly like I used to be a dancer, now I teach dancing and Rick used to be in a band. Well you've done lots of jobs. I mean you were in a band and you've done lots of things. So we're not necessarily sort of not that there's anything wrong with being an accountant or but we've sort of got slightly unusual maybe backgrounds in our jobs and things like that like see lots of different people and and we didn't obviously you don't think oh we'll probably have queer children or whatever but yeah we weren't sort of very sort of in a box about anything we're quite open to lots of cultures and but did you communicate that sort of directly to your kids or you know we can yeah i think so i remember quinn asked me when he was quite small probably like in reception he said that they were talking about getting married and things at school and he'd said to me can boys marry boys and I said yeah yeah they can marry boys and I said that they couldn't have you couldn't have a baby two boys together because you needed a girl and a boy to make a baby but boys could have babies with other boys like I, I made it quite general and then, mm. then one of the other parents texted me to ask if I had told Quinn that this and I was like yeah because we sort of believed if they were old enough to ask something or question something, Absolutely. we would just tell them what, the, you know, that there's all different thing, ways to do everything and you can be what you want with who you want type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it just never really... wasn't really an issue, was it? It just didn't matter. Whatever they thought was what they thought. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, you can't 
think that or don't think no, that. No, exactly. Like, oh. We were like, like, oh, that's what, what you think. Do that's what you like. Oh, well. And also, like, the boys were very much, like, would dress up in dressing up girls' oh, yes. clothes. And, like, um, I don't think Dylan will mind me saying that he really liked dolls when he was little. Like, none of them were particularly... Like, the boys weren't into Join cars. Um, they did. I mean, they would play with whatever, but the, they were all fairly... I can't interchangeable. Lola probably likes cars. More I can't remember boys. where we've been, but I mean, was it on holiday or a we went week, to France a weekend away with Dylan with the doll? No, no, not that. When we came back, and uh, I think yes, Quinn went upstairs and got got some sun. He was very little. I was at six, maybe. I don't know what you're going to say. He got, he got, I've got a pair of sunglasses, some beads, and some yeah. some of Lola's uh, play up dress. Oh yeah, dressing up dressing shoes. up shoes, and went. <laughs> Oh, that's better. <laughs> he felt just more relaxed being in his, you know, his drag oh. gear at six. So you, right. Was that Dylan or Quinn? Quinn that well, was Quinn. That was Quinn. Like, they were both equally We've got a, we've got a picture of that somewhere. But yeah, it's like, yeah, like, oh, that feels better. <laughs> that's like, really? All right, mate. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Lola and Dylan, I want to bring you in here. Do you remember, for example, what your mum just said about, you know, being told things different, you know, being like, very, just being educated that things, the world could be an accepting place. Do you remember your parents being different in that respect from other people at school? Um, I think, well, for me, I always sort of knew that, like, queer relationships were happening as well as straight relationships. I think a lot of children don't really know enough about it, but... Like, in our house, at least, we were shown it quite a lot. Like, whether that was in, like, TV shows or mum and dad just talking about it, we were aware that it was, like, a thing and it wasn't a bad thing or anything like that. So nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they didn't say, like, yeah. oh, this is this. And we just sort of knew and were aware. But was there an atmosphere, Lola, as well? Like, was there an atmosphere ever at school that you felt like other people's parents were telling them that certain things weren't the right way to be, like queer relationships with I band. think not when I was a kid mm -hmm. because if I'm honest I don't really remember that much from being a kid it's <laughs> because you were asleep I didn't all even the time. realize <laughs> yeah literally I didn't even realize my sexuality till I was in like year eight or something which is quite early for some people but I just like didn't even process the fact that there were gay people like all around me right. like I found out that my French teacher was gay in like year six and I was like <gasps> 
oh my god because i just like i didn't really process that they were real people and stuff like that right but not as a child i didn't really notice the differences but recently i've been working in a school and a lot of the children now they're way more accepting and stuff and they always talk about wanting to marry their friends like all the boys are like oh i want to marry you and stuff mm. and there's like a few children who are like actually no you can't do that because my mommy and daddy said that that's wrong mm. and it's stuff like that but so um yeah key fact i think i forgot to ask you um lola dylan how old are you I was 17. Um, I'm 16. And then how old are those kids you were just talking about, Lola? Who? Uh, they are four to five. Ah, interesting. God. Yeah. And where in the world is this? Was that happening? Like, in the country? Yeah. In Surrey. Surrey. But Surrey is quite like that. Like, um, when I was in growing up in secondary school and stuff... There was lots of my friends were gay, but they weren't really gay. Like, they would, we would go to the toilets and, like, kiss and stuff, but then they would be like, no, I'm not a lesbian, that's disgusting, and stuff like that. Thanks for that reaction, Dad. That was a nice little face there. What was Dad's face? Oh, I missed it. It was, it. It. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a news <gasps> just in face. Mortified. Uh, I see, yeah. I see, I see. So when your kids, um, Rick and Kelly, like, when your kids were, you know, wearing dresses and not playing with cars and all those silly unrealistic gender um norm stupid things we put on people um which i did all of that i was always in a dress and always felt like i was much more comfortable did you two ever have a discussion like do we think they're going to be queer no i think we just sort of knew that just they were that would be, yeah. yeah i think like... i think we sort of probably thought they would but it's not ever anything we really I think probably Lola last, but the boys yeah. certainly. Yeah. It was like as it as it as it went on, <laughs> it was like, well, who's gonna come out first? <laughs> and really? it was Dylan, wasn't it, who came out first? It was Dylan. <laughs> yeah. it was Dylan came out quite quite dramatically. On Instagram. Well for us. For <laughs> for us old people. It was like, oh, but a completely understandable way to come out, really, because you then yeah. don't have to go around and tell all your friends that you're gay or yeah. queer or whatever. But, and But maybe know. tell your mum and dad first. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on. Everybody stop. Right, this is a story. So, I will add that Quinn is very happy to be spoken about. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not talking no, about... No, no, no. He's very happy. Quinn's back. Um... So you were thinking, well, when are they going to come out? And the first to come out was no, 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 Dylan was the no, first. Dylan. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Why am I? So who was the spectacular? <coughs> Dylan. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Who do we? Who tells the story first? I want both sides. Don't mind. What would you prefer? I think this is about queer parenting. For once, we're not going to let the queers speak okay. first. So Dylan um, started at Royal Ballet where he boards. <laughs> when he was in year eight, uh, seven. seven. So I can't actually remember when it was still. He was 11. Was he 11? And so we were just, one of us went onto Instagram and Dylan had put a post on Instagram saying actually that he was gay, but I would say you would more describe yourself as queer now, wouldn't you, Dylan? Yeah. So, and it was a bit of a shock, <laughs> let's say. Um, but the- once we sort of... Once we've been on that emergency we went, we dog walk. We did go for an emergency dog walk and had a little chat on the way around the block, as it were. And oh, yeah, I remember this. I, me and Quinn were at home and we were, like, 
what is going on? Did they not know? It wasn't like, um, we weren't upset, <coughs> but it was a bit of a shock, I suppose, to see it on there. But then having spoken to Dylan about it afterwards... He just didn't, can, yeah. he just didn't he think just it was didn't a big think deal. think it was a big deal, which um, it shouldn't be, should it, really? You should just be able to say, <laughs> by the be, way... Just a bit nice to have... Maybe if we might have been known first, yeah, it wouldn't have been what, such a shock. That's what DMs are for, isn't it? I mean, just... <laughs> by the way, you know... Yes. I will be, so, be broadcasting to the world. Yeah. And you're all in the same house when this happened? Dill was at school in Richmond. Yeah, he was at school. He wasn't and even we were at ho- everyone else was at home. The other four of us were at home. Yeah, we couldn't go upstairs and go, uh... So, Dylan, we will come to you in a second. Um, firstly, I'm loving that there are emergency dog walks in this family mm-hmm. when uh, there's a situation that needs to be resolving. But it was interesting. So you two went on one together. It, it wasn't something you would have done with Dylan. Well, I suppose if Dylan had been here, we would have just chatted with him. But because he was at school, also they take their phones away at a certain time. <laughs> so you can only talk to them for quite a brief period of time. So we, we did talk to him before we went on our emergency dog walk, I think. Did we? Or after? I can't remember. I think it was after. Might right? have been after. Yeah. We did obviously speak to Dylan that day as well. And we, um, I think we were more worried about, not had he thought it through, but what is that the best... There would be some people, parents included, who would have been sort of not expecting that. And so it being social media that suddenly it's, bang, suddenly it's there. And maybe do you want to run it past some people? Not run it past people, you know, just... It's not always the best, you know, best way to break any news. It doesn't matter Mm. the news, what the news is. It's just the the way of breaking news. That's all. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, and what were your fears at that point? That you might get a hard time. Yeah, like I think that I think that when when we realised any of them were queer, that that your thought as a parent first of all is, are people just going to give them shit for being queer? Mm-hmm. You know, and are they going to have not like um, not in a bad way, but are they going to have a difficult life essentially because of that sort? Because you feel like as a I know it's not the same anymore, but as a straight person, essentially things should be slightly easier. But actually. As a gay person, people can be assholes to you. And that's not what you want. You don't want anyone being an arse to your child who you love. And if the whole world can mm. see it and then suddenly they send comment on it or send messages to an 11-year-old, it's like, that's you don't want that for your kid. Mm. Having said it's that, not, I think... It's not, the, it's, not the, it's not the... We weren't... I think we weren't upset about the message. It was the... Yeah. Having said that, yeah. I think that Dill would say that he got a lot of really lovely messages from people when he did that yeah people was, were from great his cousins as well, yeah so. like his cousins and who are a, a slightly older generation not as old as us but um i think actually and also i can understand you've said it once you don't have to go around and tell everybody afterwards face to face like that whole being gay seems like you're just coming out constantly to people and it, i suppose if mm. you do it like that pretty much everyone you know knows and it's done yeah that makes sense now so dylan what what how come you chose to do it in that way well for me i wasn't really thinking about like telling my family i just thought that was sort of like an afterthought um it was more because like i had told a couple of my friends at school and stuff and then one of the friends was a little bit untrustworthy and like told other people and i was like "Mm, that's so rude and so i was like i'm gonna tell everyone myself because i didn't want them to just like find out like because it was a rumor and so i just told like i would just post it like straight away because i was like well, I want to be the one who tells people this. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it just sort of like went from there. Did you think about how your parents might have wanted to know first or any of that? 
Um, <laughs> not, really, not really. I mean, I do remember, like, the day after. Like, because um, I think mum and dad said, like, we had to hand in our phones at school. Um, but, like, the morning after, I called them, like, early in the morning. I remember dad said, because I'd taken the post down, because I was like, Ooh, and then I went to bed. And then I remember in the morning dad was like, why did you delete that? Because, like, all of the likes that you had or something. And so, like, I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I wasn't worried at any point. The reason I asked that question is I think it's interesting that you... Sometimes it's not that we don't think that we're going to be in trouble. It's just more like you have different priorities and don't necessarily see it as a thing that your parents would care about or you know as in think it was a big deal or i'm just interested in the different perspectives people have on it i suppose but you didn't it wasn't because you didn't want to tell your parents were you afraid of telling them not really i think to a certain degree they already knew like they said to me they already knew so right <laughs> quinn's reaction was interesting quinn said to me when they were on this dog walk or when they were in the other room calling him quinn was like do you think it's real and i was like what? Yes, of course it's really idiot. What are you talking about? Quinn was like, was like, well, how does he know? How can he know? It's like, because he kind of stole Quinn's thunder a bit, I think, really. Cause... Yeah, because Quinn hadn't sort of, like, none of them officially came out, I would say, like like a big, apart from Dill, the big announcement. Mm. Quinn, but um, Quinn... Quinn had of... probably planned some sort of show. <laughs> with, uh, with dancers backing him up. Dancers, confetti. Fans. That sort of thing. Lighting. Well, I I was thinking about how one of the lovely things about being a member of the LGBTQ plus community is you get to be the special one in the family. And, you know, whoever came out first maybe was a bit like, you know, Lola, did you have any feelings about yourself at that time? Presumably not because of the age difference. Or you did, I can't remember. No, I think at that point I didn't really know that I was anything. I was just like, I didn't really, sounds really bad, I didn't really care. Like, Dylan would just came out and I was like, okay, what am, it doesn't do anything to me. He doesn't even live here. What's going on? I don't really care. Why is everyone making such a big deal about this? It doesn't matter. Um, okay, understood. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, you get the picture you there. You see how, uh, the, how the family works here. <laughs> yes, we have that written on a tea towel. It's so beautiful. Um, There's also and, another thing about Dylan before he came out. I think it's the, maybe the year before. But when they had iPads, they just got given iPads. And <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you can't tell this story. You can't. That's really embarrassing. No, no you can't tell that story. Apparently, I can't tell that story. <laughs> that... <laughs> well, let's... that's so embarrassing. No, you can tell he it. doesn't want you to. If you want, Are you sure, no, Dale? No, it, it just had a it just had a search on his iPad. It was. <laughs> Boys kissing. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I remember the entire story. We were on holiday at my auntie's house and she's got this massive house and we were loving it, living at large at this house. Mum and dad were loving it, you know, as you do. And then dad was like to Dylan, can I borrow your iPad? Because we all had iPads. Not happened. Yeah, it is. Shut up. This is what I remember. (laughs) We all had iPads and dad was like, Dylan, can I borrow your iPad? Or he like went on Dylan's iPad for something. And dad was like, who has been searching gay naturists <laughs> kissing on the it iPad. It was not naturists. It, it was. was it naturists? It, it, it could have been any of them. It was. Because a week <laughs> prior... Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
a week prior, we had been talking, me, Dylan, and this boy, Tommy, who we were friends with, had been talking, and Tommy said to Dylan, I remember this because I was busy, I was playing with a car somewhere, I don't really remember, and then he was like, have you ever Googled gay naturist kissing before? And Dylan was like, ew, no, I would never. And then when it came up, when Dad said that, I was like, oh, I know who it was, and I knew immediately. <laughs> we just, and we and didn't know who it was. And we didn't care. It was just like, if, you, if you're on your iPad and you're searching for that, you're going to see some stuff you don't yeah, really that's more of want to see. It wasn't like, we don't software. care about the... If you were like 10... 10. It's not ideal, is it? Like, they obviously <laughs> had stuff on to and, stop them looking at anything really <coughs> dodgy, but you can look at some dodgy... That and was a, I would say that was a little bit of a concern. Like, we didn't want them to discover through sort of naivety googling things like that and just it's like, really it's like, we were like it's okay stuff that, coming up what you're, what you're thinking about is okay but just be careful be careful it what might you be... google yeah yes it wasn't i forget that i forget dylan was 10 11 yeah. yes point. <laughs> um key fact he can, he can look for whatever he wants now that's fine but back, back then <laughs> in those early days you know yeah because you can see some so, horrific stuff on on the internet can't you you really can I've found it. <laughs> right, end of part one. There's more for part two. Go find it on the feed. You know what to do. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.